We don't believe angels. We only believe God. There are so many times people will come in the name of the Lord to tell you things. Be careful. We should not listen to men. That we should determine or we should discern to make sure that it is the word of the Lord that is speaking through that person. Welcome to Somebody Loves You Radio, the Bible teaching ministry of Royal Race in Diamond Bar, California. Returning to 1 Kings today, Raul will warn us against the dangers of blindly following the spiritual advice of others without seeking God's wisdom for ourselves. As we explore how King Jeroboam led his people back into idol worship and a false prophet muddied God's truth, you'll see how important it is to walk in close proximity to the Lord in the power of His Holy Spirit. Let's listen as Raul Reese begins today's message from 1 Kings chapter 12. Verse 26. Now the kingdom may return to the house of David. If these people go up to offer sacrifices to the house of the Lord at Jerusalem, then the heart of this people will turn back to their Lord, Rehoboam, king of Judah, and they will kill me and go back to Rehoboam, king of Judah. So here he's reasoning the whole thing out. Look, I got ten tribes. I don't want them going to Jerusalem because if they go to worship, they may turn on me and stay in Jerusalem and never come back. So what I will do is I will have my own worship services. So what does he do? Verse 28. Therefore, the king asked advice, made two calves of gold, and he said to the people, It is too much for you to go up to Jerusalem. It's too far. You don't want to go up there. Here are your gods, O Israel, which brought you up from the land of Egypt. I mean, how could they believe that when already God has condemned that with who? With Aaron, the brother of Moses. When the earth opened up and swallowed up 23,000. How come they don't learn? They have the word of God. They don't learn. Sometimes as believers, we don't learn the things that we already read. They're written for our examples. Here, even here we see it in the book of Kings here. It's so sad. That people have to learn the hard way. The sadness of idol worship here. Verse 29. And he set up one in Bethel. Remember what Bethel means? 15 to 20 miles away from Jerusalem. The house of God. And the other one he put in Dan. So he had two places of worship. One in Bethel and one in Dan. And now this thing became a sin. For the people went to worship before one as far as Dan. He made shrines on the high places, made priests for every class of people who are not the sons of Levi. And what did God say in His Word? The only people that can be in the priesthood are from the house of Levi. He's already breaking every rule, moving away from the Word of God. Notice that. Moving into judgment. How sad. Verse 32. Jeroboam ordained 
a feast on the 15th day of the 8th day of the month, like the feast that was in Judea, and offer sacrifices on the altar. He makes it a month later so the people can worship, so they don't have to go to Jerusalem. He's even changing the feast days. So he did at Bethel, sacrificing to the calves that he had made. And at Bethel he installed the priest of the high places which he had made. And so he made offerings on the altar which he had made at Bethel on the 15th day of the 8th month in the month which he had devised in his own heart. Notice that he made his own religion. And he ordained a feast for the children of Israel and offered sacrifices on the altar and burned incense to them. Chapter 13, And behold, a man of God went from Judah to Bethel by the word of the Lord, and Jeroboam stood by the altar to burn incense. Notice that even though there is sin against God, what does God do? His love, His grace and mercy, He sends them prophets to see how they repent, warning them. And then he cried out against the altar by the word of the Lord and said, O altar, altar, thus saith the Lord, Behold, a child Josiah by name shall be born to the house of David. On you he shall sacrifice the priests and the high places who burn incense on you, and men's bones shall be burned on you. What is he doing? He's prophesying that Josiah would be born. He's prophesying 300 years later, Josiah was born. Just as God's word said it would happen. Watch this. And then he gave a sign the same day saying, This is the sign of the Lord has spoken. Surely the altar shall split apart, and the ashes on it shall be poured out. Notice the prophecy. And so it came to pass when King Jeroboam heard the saying of the men of God who cried out against the altar in Bethel that he stretched out his hand from the altar saying, Arrest him! And then his hand, notice what he stretched out towards him, withered so that it became what? It couldn't be pulled back anymore. It shriveled up. Can you imagine being a prophet today like that? I mean, imagine that the power that God gave to these prophets... His hand shriveled up. And then check this out, verse 5. And the altar also, what? Split apart. And the ashes were poured out from the altar according to the sign which the men of God had given by the word of the Lord. I love it. The prophet always speaks 100% clear. Always speaks clear. Verse 6. And then the king answered and said to the men of God, <laughs> Please entreat the favor of the Lord your God. Notice, your God, not my God, how sad. Underline the word, your God. Notice that. And pray for me, that my hand may be restored to me. There was a little softness there when he saw his hand withered away. So the man of God entreated the Lord, and the king's hand was restored to him and became as before. And then the king said to the men of God, Come home with me and refresh yourself and I will give you a reward. Now listen. There's no change of heart yet. But he's doing what? He's saying to the prophet, Hey, why don't you come home? I'll give you food and then I'll pay you off. Hey listen. Men of God are not paid off. You can't pay a man of God off. Listen to what he says. But the men of God said to the king, if you were to give me half of your house, I would not go with you. Nor would I eat bread nor drink water in this place. Why? 
Because God spoke. God told him, don't stay, don't eat. Move on. For it was commanded me by the word of the Lord, saying, You shall not eat bread, nor drink water, nor return by the same way you came. Now listen, this is really important. This is the Old Testament. And we live in the New Testament. And they're not both different testaments, they're the same testaments. It is very important to understand that when God speaks, we must obey. Must obey. Why do you say that? You'll see. Verse 10. And so he went another way and did not return by the way he came to Bethel. So he started to do what God said. And now an old prophet dwelt in Bethel. And his son came and told him all the work that the men of God had done that day in Bethel. And they also told their father the words which he had spoken to the king. And their father said to them, which way did he go? For his sons had seen which way the men of God had gone from Judah. And then he said to his sons, they settled my donkey for me. And so they settled his donkey for him and he rode on. And then he went after the men of God and found him sitting under an oak. And then he said to him, are you the men of God who came from Judah? And he said, I am. And then he said to him, Come home with me to eat bread. And he said, I cannot return with you nor go anywhere with you. Neither can I eat bread nor drink water with you in this place. For I have been told by the word of the Lord, You shall not eat bread nor drink water there nor return by going the way you came. Check this out. Then he said to him, I too I am a prophet as you are. And an angel spoke to me by the word of the Lord saying, Bring him back with you to your house that he may eat bread and drink water. And he was lying to him. And guess what? The prophet believed him. He didn't check with the word of God. What did Paul say in Galatians 1, 8-9? Even if an angel from heaven comes to you, let him be accursed. We don't believe angels. We only believe God. And we believe His Word. You see? There are so many times people will come in the name of the Lord to tell you things. Be careful. Be careful. We should not listen to men. But we should determine or we should discern to make sure that it is the Word of the Lord that is speaking through that person. This is Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. We wanted to take just a moment to speak with Raul about his upcoming trip to Israel. Raul, how can our faith walk be impacted by going on a trip like this? It will impact your walk because you're walking where Jesus walked. And I think that Bible studies that are given there by the pastor, that they're going to bring not only conviction, it's going to feed your soul. So when you go back to the hotel, you're going to open the Bible for that day. You're going to read. You're going to make notes. You know, not maybe your Bible, like I do, notes in your Bible, or maybe in a piece of paper. So when you come back, you come back fully loaded with God's Word, with the uh, sights that you saw, which now they're going to become not only real to you, but when I share the gospel with people, they'll go, wow, how did you know I've been there? I walked through there, I sat there, I ate there. All these things that I wanted to do, I've done it. You need to go to Israel. Thanks, Raul. The dates to join Pastor Raul, his wife Sharon, and their son Ryan are April 2nd through 13th, 2024. For more information, visit somebodylovesyou.com. 
Now back to the conclusion of our study from 1 Kings. Look what he says. And so he went back with him. And he ate bread in his house and drank water with him. And now it came to pass, as they sat at the table, check this out, that the word of the Lord came to the prophet who had brought him back. Watch this, God's going to speak now. And he cried out to the men of God who came from Judah, saying, Thus saith the Lord, because you have disobeyed the word of the Lord, and have not kept the commandments which the Lord your God commanded you. But you came back and ate bread and drank water in this place, which the Lord said to you not to do it. Don't eat bread. Don't drink water. Your corpse shall not come, notice, to the tomb of your fathers. So it was. After he had eaten bread, after he had drunk, he saddled his donkey for him and the prophet who he had brought back. And when he was gone, guess what God did? He prepared a lion that rolled up on him and killed him and ate him. Notice this. And his corpse, what happened? A lion met him on the road and killed him. And his corpse was thrown in the road and the donkey stood by the lion. And the lion also stood by the corpse. Notice that. The moral of the story is what? We better listen to what God has to say. Not to men. It could cost you deeply if you're not careful who you're listening to. Verse 25. And there the men passed by and saw the corpse thrown in the road and the lion standing by the corpse. And then they went and told it to the city where the old prophet dwelt. And when the prophet who had brought him back from the north when heard it, he said, Is the man of God who was disobedient to the word of the Lord? Therefore the Lord has delivered him to the lion, which has torn him and killed him, according to the word of the Lord which he has spoken to him. And then he spoke to his son, saying, Saddle the donkeys for me. And so they saddled it. And then he went and he found the corpse thrown onto the road, and the donkey and the lion standing by the corpse. Can you imagine what a picture that is? A donkey, the lion, and the prophet dead. And the lion had not eaten the corpse, nor torn the donkey. And the prophet took up the corpse of the man of God. He laid it on the donkey and brought it back. And so the old prophet came to the city to mourn and to bury him. And then he laid the corpse on his own tomb. And they mourned over him, saying, Alas, my brother. And so it was after he had buried him, that he spoke to his son, saying, When I am dead... Then bury me in the tomb where the man of God is buried. Lay my bones beside his bones. For the same which he cried out by the word of the Lord against the altar in Bethel. And against all the shrines on the high places which are in the city of Samaria. Will surely come to pass. God's word will be fulfilled. After this event Jeroboam did not turn from his evil way. Can you believe that? He did not turn. You know, sometimes there are people, they will see miracle after miracle after miracle, and God will work tremendous things in their life, and they still won't turn. They still won't turn. And there are probably some of your children, some of your daughters, some of your nephews, some of your nieces, that probably in this life will be like Jeroboam, that even though they had instruction in the word of God and they've grown up in the ways of the Lord because they have a will, they probably go their own ways and there will be someone that will perish eternally. 
That's what the Bible says. All you can do is pray for your sons. Pray for your sons, but make them understand one thing. They have a will. And all we can do is pray faithfully to the Lord that God will be merciful to our children and to our grandchildren. Very important. But again, he did evil. And again, he made priests from every class of people, from the common people, for the high places. Whoever wishes, he consecrated him. And he came one with the priest in the high place. Hey, listen, in the Old Testament, to become a priest, you had to be born in that tribe. And then there was the anointing and the calling and the ordination of God. He just did it. Hey, you want to be a priest? Come on, I'll consecrate you. What did God do? Verse 34. And this thing was a sin in the house of Jeroboam. So as to exterminate and to destroy it from the face of the earth. God judged it. Notice that. Chapter 14 verse 1. And at that time, Abijai the prophet. He's an old man now. Remember the guy that prophesied? He's an old man now. The son of Jeroboam became sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Hey, please arise and disguise yourself that he may not recognize you as the wife of Jeroboam and go to Shiloh, the place of worship at one time. Indeed, Ahidjai the prophet is there who told me that I would be king over this people. Also take with you ten loaves of bread, some cakes, a jar of honey, and go to him and he will tell you what will become of my child. The child was sick. His son was sick. Go find out what's going to happen. Go ask the prophet. And Jeroboam's wife did so, and she arose and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijai. But Ahijai, listen, could not see. He was totally blind, for his eyes were glazed by reason of his age. And now, what has happened? The Lord spoke to him before he came to Abijai and said, Listen, here is the wife of Jeroboam coming to ask you something about her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shall you say to her, and it will be that when she comes in, she will pretend to be another woman. Can you believe that? God spoke to him already, prepared him. Like Ananias and Sapphira lying to Peter, the Holy Spirit said you're lying. Hey, listen, if you're godly and you're really walking with God and following God, and you're trying to do what God tells you to do, you could pray and God could speak to you what your children are doing and you can blow them away. Because they don't know, how do you know? The Lord told me through prayer. It happened to me with my wife. Many, many, many years ago, I was a heathen. And I had come home, I was in a huge fight and I had blood all over me. My shirt was all bloody. And my wife heard me come in and she stood up from her bed and she said, Well, tonight... I had a dream, and God showed me that this, this, this happened, and this happened, happened. And I go, do you have a detective following me? Because it was right on. And what happened is she had been praying, and the Lord showed her just like this prophet. God can show you things. God can show you things you never thought that you could actually see, according to the word of God. Watch this. And so it was. When Ahijai heard the sound of her footsteps, as she came through the door and said, Come in, wife of Jeroboam. She must have blown her mind. Why do you pretend to be another person? Whoa! <laughs> she hasn't even spoken yet. For I have sent to you with bad news. Notice, I have been sent to you with bad news. What I got to tell you, woman, you're not going to like. 
Number one, go tell Jeroboam, your husband, thus saith the Lord God of Israel, because I, God, exalted you from among the people. Listen, who promotes you? It's the Lord. And who takes you down? It's the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I have, because I exalted you from among the people and made you ruler over my people Israel and tore the kingdom away from the house of David and gave it to you. And yet, you have not been as my servant David. You're not a godly person. Who kept my commandments and followed me with all his heart to do only what was right in my eyes. Notice Jeroboam, men gave it all up. But you have done more evil than all who were before you. For you have gone and made for yourself other gods and molded images to provoke me to anger and have cast me behind your back. Whoa. Cast me behind your back. Therefore, behold, check this out. I will bring disaster on your house, O Jeroboam. And I will cut off from Jeroboam every male in Israel, bond free. And I will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam as one takes away the refuse until it is all gone. And then what? And then the dogs shall eat whoever belongs to Jeroboam and dies in the city. And the birds of the air shall eat whoever dies in the field. For the Lord has spoken it. Whoa, what a... Can you imagine hearing that from the Lord? Judgment, not mercy. Arise, get up, therefore, and go to your own house now. When your feet enter the city, the child will die. Notice, God's not going to heal him. And all Israel shall mourn for him, bury him. For he, check this out, for he is the only one of Jeroboam who shall come to the grave because in him there is found something good to the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. Wow. Sometimes the parents don't serve the Lord, but the children do. Interesting. We hope today's teaching has alerted you to the need for guarding against negative spiritual influences that might damage your own personal relationship with the Lord. You're listening to Somebody Loves You Radio with Raul Reese. If you've joined us late or would like to hear the entire message again, you can get a complete copy by calling 800-634-9165 and ask for Raul's lesson from 1 Kings chapters 12-14. through 14. And just include a gift of $5 or more to help offset expenses. Now, we'd also like to offer you Raul's book titled Sin, The Root of All Evil. Exploring the often subtle but always destructive temptations Satan will use to draw you away from God, you'll see that seemingly small compromises can have significant consequences, so it's important to stay vigilant in your commitment to obedience. Contact us today for insights that will help you better honor the Lord in your decisions. Visit somebodylovesyou.com or call 800-634-9165 and ask for all's book title, Sin, the Root of All Evil. 
We'll send your copy for just $8 plus shipping and handling. Our phone number once again is 800-634-9165. Or if you'd like, you can write us at Somebody Loves You Radio, P.O. Box 4440, Diamond Bar, California, 91765. Somebody Loves Your Radio with Roll Reese is fully listener-supported. We're blessed to partner with you in sharing the life-giving, life-shaping Word of God. Join us next time as we continue this series in 1 Kings with a motivating look at the generational spiritual influence you can have when you live out your faith as an example to your children and grandchildren. Here's Roll now with a closing thought from today's lesson. Watch this. Moreover, The Lord will raise up for himself a king over Israel who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam in this day. What even now? For the Lord will strike Israel as a reed that is shaken in the water. He will uproot Israel from the good land which he gave to their fathers and will scatter them beyond the river because they have made their wooden images provoking the Lord to anger. What's that? 722, the Assyrians were used to come down and destroy them and take them into captivity, just as God said it would happen. And he will give Israel up because of the sin of Jeroboam, who sinned and who made Israel to sin. Then Jeroboam's wife got up, departed, and came to Tirzra, where she came to the household of the house of the child died. And they buried him and all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord which has spoken to the servant Ahijah the prophet. And now the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he made war and how he reigned, indeed they are written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. Now we have First and Second Chronicles, which speaks of Judah and Israel, but we do not have the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Israel. It's an amazing book. This program is sponsored by Somebody Loves You Radio in Diamond Bar, California.